0: Being a mom is probably, to me, I feel is the easiest thing. It's now balancing who I was before a mom. You know, whether it's owning one clothing brand or two, it's just trying to balance that person, the career woman, and being a mom. I honestly don't think any of it's hard. It's just sacrifice. Instead of, you know, friends wanna go out, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna work tonight because Monday through Friday I'm juggling Rooney and these clothing brands. So it's just a lot of sacrifice and I know that it's gonna pay off.
1: There's one thing with people that I've seen in the industry and nowadays, especially with the internet and everything being so easily accessible, people wanna have a passion. Wanting to have a passion and having a passion is completely different. Mm -hmm. If you're willing to go above and beyond and almost die for it, you gotta be able to understand what that sacrifice means. Not just I have this design, I wanna have company, it's gonna be successful, I have some friends that could do this for me, but I don't want to do any of the grunt work. And I think you know that's a big difference from what real passion is and what people feel they're passionate about and about (laughs) and about.
2: The ADAPT podcast is a show focused on entrepreneurship and paving one's own way in life. By shining a light on those who are taking unconventional career paths, we hope you'll find that the possibilities are endless should you only be willing to adapt. All right, welcome back to the ADAPT podcast. This is episode seven. I am Arnell.
3: I am Evan. What's up everybody, Derek here.
2: So today on the show, we have a very special dynamic duo who are the masterminds behind three very successful clothing brands, and I'm gonna let Evan do the introductions here.
4: Yes, so we have here Ryan and Victoria, and their beautiful daughter, Rooney, is also in the building.
2: Rooney, say hello. Say hi. That picked up. Hopefully, that picked you up. That oh picked my up. god, that was amazing! <laughs> was
4: but that. Uh, collectively, as a husband and wife duo, um, share the responsibilities for Petals and Peacocks, which is a women's streetwear brand. And Victoria is also a co founder of a company called Chonies, which develops very trendy very cool um women's intimates and ryan does breezy excursion which is a streetwear brand based in san jose california so it's awesome to have you guys on thanks for being here today yes thanks for having welcome
2: welcome um so let's go ahead and start off with um what was the the first brainchild um which brand came first
1: Um, I started a brand called Breezy Excursion, uh, based out of San Jose, California. We've been in the industry for about, we're going on nine uh, right now. And uh, I actually met Victoria at a magic trade show. I was uh, giving a demonstration how to showcase a clothing line. I was showing Breezy at, at my booth and I saw her. And long story short, we ended up uh, finding out we're both from the Bay Area, so uh, nice. we uh, reconnected in the Bay, and you and then, know, and then made a baby. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I there's a, a lot of years after that. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, you know, there's certainly been a, a lot of things uh, leading up to that, but uh, absolutely. But yeah, that was the first brand, and then uh, I'll let Victoria take it from there, I guess.
0: So with uh, Petals and Peacocks, it actually started as my senior project at the Art Institute in Silicon Valley. Um, then when I met Ryan, he kind of asked me what did I want to do after college? And I said, you know, maybe work for someone, I don't know. And he's like, why don't we take your project and start a women's brand? So wow, yeah, That's awesome. we're almost, <laughs> uh, the brand's almost six years old. And you know, we've had the opportunity to be featured in Nylon Magazine, work with um, big retailers like Nasty Gal, Dolls Kill. And uh, that was our first child, and
2: now we have a real child.
3: <laughs> <laughs> a human child. Yeah. <laughs> An adorable
2: human child. Very cool. Yeah. And so do you guys both design for petals and peacocks?
0: Yeah. Um, Ryan's the main illustrator. Um, I usually come out with ideas, and he finalizes them. So,
2: Very cool. Yeah. yeah and I noticed that. So for chonies, for the, the women's intimates, you guys have, like, a very... Um, like street, but like a pop take on on, uh, Intimates, which I think is really cool. Um, How did you guys come up with that idea?
0: So with Choni's, the founder is actually Mandy Bentz. She Mm -hmm. works for New Era as the accessories uh, designer. We met through Petals and Peacock. She kind of promoted Petals before. Mm -hmm. And when we moved to LA for a year, we met down there and she approached me that she's had this idea for Years and she wanted to team up together she liked what I've done with pedals and I was like yeah I I definitely want to get involved it's kind of graphics but not on t-shirts it's on underwear mm-hmm. um, Mandy's the founder illustrator I kind of helped with marketing and getting it into retailers so she's cool. the one with like just all the ideas and designs
2: right mm-hmm. and do you guys would you guys say um, that since you started you know you, you have multiple brands obviously and you already have those established contacts that it's been easier for you guys to push the brands um that you that you establish afterwards
0: i think uh with chonies it's definitely easier that i already made relationships through petals and peacocks right. but it is a new category for buyers since they're unsure it's kind of i think the new and first um urban, urban modern lifestyle
4: underwear it around. is a yeah. fertile untapped market
0: yeah and you know <laughs> we we just launched last december december 1st so we are very very new as in uh,
2: 2016 yeah oh wow yeah oh my god oh wow yeah it's, it's she's she's it's almost as old as boonie <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> <I know. Yeah.
3: laughs> how cool when yeah. i was checking out the website i was like Yo, i want to buy some oh man but you, don't you don't have, have my size. <laughs> Come on. Sorry about that. Come
0: on. Yeah, we're, we're strictly, you know, for women. Um, there's already other brands out there that do men's underwear. And we want to just focus on women empowerment. And um, we want to show that it's not just, you know, the skinny, sexy kind of models. Right. Uh, it's for all types.
3: Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. The name is amazing, too. Shownies. Yeah, name is amazing. So between the two of you, you have one business that you share. Mm-hmm. And then two... You each have your own thing that you're also working on. Yeah. And you have a beautiful
1: five, five-month-old 5 daughter. Yes.
3: yeah. What's your secret?
1: <laughs> you sound like you're pretty busy. Oh, yeah. No sleep. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You could hear her right now. She's crying. I mean, we're trying to do this interview, and she is not letting up. She wants us to oh, know. Oh, she's doing fine. She wants us to know that she's here. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's been quite a sacrifice. But, uh, you know... I think having kids is, is certainly one of the key notes of understanding what is most important. I think, you know, being able to lose the sleep and find the way to work out your schedule. Um, it's a tough thing, but you know, when I look at her, you know, it makes everything work, worth it. Like, oh. you know, we've been able to juggle our life and go back and forth from LA to the Bay Area. And I, you know, the main reason we moved back to the Bay Area was, you know, it's a, it's important to be close to family, especially uh, with the kind of business that we run. You know, it's yeah. uh, it's unorthodox sometimes. There's certain uh, deadlines that we got to meet, and there's really no uh, nine to five in terms of these kind of businesses. So, you know, that's yeah. that's you know, honestly, having having this child and being able to uh, have these businesses, and let let alone have Victoria. Open up a new company. uh, Right. It's it's quite incredible. (laughs) It's a roller coaster, to say the least. Right. Were you
4: guys um, at all nervous when you first started working together, just in the sense of? um,
2: Yeah, I was. You know,
4: because you know how. Mixing business with I mean yeah. it can go either way right So there's a lot of success stories And there's a lot of situations Oh, well, that was a roller coaster too <laughs>
1: yeah.
4: I mean uh, yeah. did, Was that just something I mean did you give it a lot of thought Or did you just kind of say Hey let's go for it And just whatever happens happens kind of thing
2: Yeah more specifically for our listeners Like can you speak to Like if, if you think it's a working um, atmosphere You know having, having Working with your, your significant other As well as you know Being in a, in a functioning relationship
0: I mean, in the beginning, I did ask him, I was like, are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) We we live together. Yeah. (laughs) And we're going to work together now. Um, I think it can work. Um, It's taken us a long time to get where we're at. You know, Uh, we've learned when to talk about work, when to be a family, when to be a couple. Um, But I mean, every day there's something new. But Mm -hmm. I really wouldn't want to work with anyone else except my husband
2: oh yeah
0: so good but I know a lot of people might not understand it they might think it's you know spending too much time but I think you know what brought us together was this industry right. so it works perfectly for us
2: very cool yeah. I just want like for the listeners who can't see right now they are both <laughs> cradling Rooney and playing with their sapphire as they do the show so Sa- I said sapphire always
1: yeah forever multitasking never yeah uh, <laughs> But yeah, I mean being able to uh, You know Have a company and, and be husband and wife Is is quite a task Of its own, you gotta kind of find The boundary between where's work And where does, where does it stop mm-hmm. How do you have A time for family And you know, I think, long story short What we've learned is uh, You have to schedule it in like work <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It makes it like a, a, a task that you have in in your day of life so that you could always remember that the reason why you're doing this is for each other and you know sometimes you know you get lost in all these opportunities and all these other things that may be important but you know when, when you focus only on work you know your relationship kind of falters and and we've had our, our fair share of issues you know but yeah. you know it's 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 Natural. quite it's, yeah it's quite it's quite a a balance of trying to figure out how to to really make it work and and be a family when it's time to be to be a family um yeah, but yeah, I think uh, What I've learned more more than anything is, you know, you shouldn't work where you live <laughs> yeah. In LA for one year we had a showroom in a live workspace and that was quite tough um, You wake up and you're buried in your work, you know,
3: yeah, no separation. No yeah, separation. it's hard
1: to hard to do the mental Yeah, you know, we had appointments come in we had you know our employees come in and we also live there and Yeah, it just didn't feel like you're off work. Mm-hmm. It just mm-hmm. always felt like we were working all the time and when the day ended it's like, we might as well continue because, you know, <laughs> right. we're
2: here right now. Yeah, so. we're in the office.
1: <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think that, that's one of the keys to being able to surpass this, this crazy choice. But uh, it's a choice I wouldn't, I wouldn't exchange. Like, uh, right. It's, it's worth everything to me. And
2: Do you guys find that not having the 9 to 5 has made having a, a child now easier or, or harder, more challenging?
1: The flexibility is great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I would think it would be, I mean, you guys have the distinct advantage to, you know, you both have the ability to just be at home whenever you want. Right. Mm-hmm. And you can schedule things as necessary. And it's like, you would arguably have a lot more time to be with Rooney than most people. I would think who are going to the traditional nine to five, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, um, for me, it's when I do work from home, I just fight with, do I want to hang out with her or do I want to work today? yeah yeah yeah,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> so it's it's just the the trade-off you know the trade-off of having flexibility doesn't necessarily mean you have the the liberty of not being you know not having to work as much yeah in fact right. you work harder you just have to find slots of when to work right so when she's sleeping you better believe we're, <laughs> our laptops are open in yeah. the living room and you know we, we try to just make sure that we could balance things out and so right. it's uh it's everything quite, is balance it is balance
3: i think there's That's this misconception with like all these on instagram entrepreneurs right like posting all these photos of like the ultimate flexibility yeah. it's not flexible in the sense that you're going to work 20 hours a week it's yeah. flexible in that i'm going to work 80 but i can do it on saturday if i have to right but i'm yeah. going to do it yeah because like you said there i got to support people and i got to support yeah. My business and my brand and mm-hmm. it's not easy. Yeah. yeah. And when you, own, easy. when you
1: own one company, that's one thing. But when you own multiple companies, it's like you're working a 40 hour week, but you're trying to make 40, make 120. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because you have to make sure that all the companies are successful and, and certain things that need to be taken care of our so yeah. you know being able to uh do one business is one thing but you know what we've done is uh <laughs> you know i'm not trying to say we're trying to torture each other <laughs> here but you know we believe in what we do and every project that we've gotten into is something that we love
2: to that point what are some of the um like having multiple businesses what are some of the challenges that you guys faced early on like when starting brands like i know i'm probably i, I would assume ryan you had it was the most challenging starting Breezy since you were starting from scratch there.
1: Launching, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not knowing the barriers of the industry and knowing the right contacts from manufacturing to marketing and um, being able to build yourself. You know, um, I learned the hard way and I think learning the hard way was great for me because I was able to kind of utilize those experiences and, and know what I didn't want to do, but also knew what I did want to do based off those things. And you know, sorry.
3: She doesn't yeah. like hearing about the struggle
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the, yeah, the struggles have been you know have been tough, you know in terms of you know the, the initial brand but uh in terms of being able to you know go through those Those things the hard way and not having anyone to vet you, you know it, I take so much pride in it because I earned it on my own weight and I didn't know anybody right. in the industry and I could say Now I have a lot of industry friends that I've gotten to know and I consider family, you know, and uh it's one of the yeah it's it's a it's a great thing to not know anything and learn it and immerse yourself outside of just being a designer or being a salesman right. or learning marketing yep. like doing all the things wearing all the hats from not knowing any single thing like i didn't I didn't even graduate from design or anything I graduated from marketing but then I wanted to make clothes <laughs> and then yeah. I completely like Dropped all that stuff and you know, so, so
2: how did you even go about finding like your manuf- manufacturers and stuff?
1: You know um, in the beginning before I had my business partner um, I was going to San Diego State University and uh, I was on the Yellow Pages back then the Yellow mm. Pages were so popular <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Wow so, um, Triple OG. for uh, our younger listeners, you yeah, probably don't know what that is. Yeah, I mean, if Google <laughs> wasn't around, consider that, but in pages, and they were yellow, and it was tough <laughs> to find, and it's very limited in terms of your throw. sources.
3: Yeah.
4: So um, now yellow pages are just for ripped individuals to tear in half. That's <laughs> yes. about the only purpose of them these days.
1: But yeah, you know, um, doing that and finding our first screen printer, probably one of the toughest things ever do because i didn't understand pricing i didn't understand uh proper design like i i designed my first design off microsoft paint and i thought that was good enough and when i went to the screen printer like he was like what is this (laughs) um i need vector files and i didn't know what that meant like
3: what is a vector file
1: so you know being able to start from that you know uh, as, as humble as 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 being in a place where you thought you knew everything and being humbled down and going to a place where your chest is out you have your designs you feel like you're ready and then they take you down and say you don't know nothing <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> cute you know <laughs> <It's very> cute. <laughs> you need yeah. to go back home and figure it out yeah so um
4: but what better way to learn you know yeah, yeah so.
3: right in. that's the kind of thing like starting a business being an entrepreneur kind of forces you to level up not just as a business person mm-hmm. but as a human mm-hmm. right like sometimes you, there isn't going to be a manual so you got to pick up the yellow pages and figure it out. Out and have kind of the courage to go to the the screen printing shop with a JPEG, yeah. you know, <laughs> and, and let them tell you like, oh, it's, yeah. we need a vector file.
1: I think it yeah. shows it shows that you love it, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's one thing with with people that I've seen in the industry and nowadays, especially with the internet and everything being so easily accessible, you know, mm-hmm. people want to have a passion. You know, yeah. wanting to have a passion and having a passion is completely different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're willing to go above and beyond and almost die for it, if not die for it. At one point, I was willing to die for my first <laughs> brand. You know, um, you know, yeah. That that's what love is. You know, and you got to be able to understand what that sacrifice means. Not just I w- have this design. I want to have company. It's yeah. going to be successful. I have some friends that could do this for me, but I don't want to do any of the grunt work. Mm. You know, right? And I think you know that's a big difference from what real passion is and what people feel they're passionate about and uh... you know i've served <laughs> almost a decade so <laughs>
2: and what was what were some of the what, what was like the potential that you saw in victoria's project that drew you to her um, just for anyone that might be aspiring to do the same thing and would be looking for you know advice
1: you know i i felt like victoria was a perfect fit not just for uh, a business partner just as a companion is her incredible work ethic uh, She's a hard worker, she's super like organized, and I wasn't organized, so it really <laughs> counteracted a lot of things in my life. And I just really felt like, you know, this this person who works hard, has a passion for, for being in this industry, and a person that understands, you know, being able to be organized and get to certain points to get to a next level. It just felt right. And it's
4: perfect that you guys offset each other because if you had the same skills, you know, Clash. there'd be a lot of overlap yeah. and clashing and things like that. So combined, combined like With Voltron. With the
2: combined. <laughs>
3: exactly. I think, I think that speaks to a couple of solid points for anyone who's trying to do anything, whether it's business or whatever. If you're building your edifice, it's important to, one, be open to opportunities and, and be able to identify them when they come. And two, look for a team. It's, it's almost impossible Duel. to do anything great completely on your own. There's going to come a time when you have to put in the grunt work, like you were saying. But ultimately, if you want to scale and if you want to expand it, if you want to go from one to two to three to however many businesses, you're going to have to have someone to help out.
1: Right? That's needless to say that you're not unwilling to do it. Right, right. That, 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 yeah. that, and that, I think that's the thing. I mean, uh, the... The part of being able to scale and and have certain counterparts to help scale the company is one thing, but uh, it's a mind state of being able to have people that are willing to do anything to help grow this company. And mm-hmm. I, I've seen I've seen it many times where there's a lot of people that they have a team and you know they don't necessarily have um, what it takes in terms of being able to do anything mm-hmm. to make it happen. And you mm-hmm. know, but that's that's needless to say you know that's either here or there like you know uh there's there's many young (laughs) individuals that want to start things and i think you know outside of of scaling it's it's just as important to be willing to do everything
3: for sure
2: everybody's to have an equal part and has to bring something to the table for sure
4: yeah and it's like the classic you know just um nobody cares about your thing as much as you do you know and it's like you could hire any number of good people but At the end of the day, like, they might, you know, it's not their baby or it's not, you know, they may not have that motivation. And you need X amount of people that are really, I mean, like you said, just going to push to the limit, you know, and make it happen no matter what.
1: Only the curator really knows. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Would you say that there is, like, a telling factor or a telling quality between um, or for people that you know are really going to be down for the brand, like, through and through? Is there, is there something that you've learned in your years?
1: I, I, I feel like besides the glitz and glamour or being in the front mm-hmm. and trying to be seen, if someone's willing to do anything behind the scenes and doesn't care for all the accolades or appreciation or IG acknowledgement...
2: <laughs> no, no tags needed? Yeah, you know...
1: Um, <laughs> I think you know it when you start seeing someone on a day-to-day at a consistent level because there's people they surge They're ready to go the first week the next week. They start lagging the next week. they're missing some days Mm -hmm. The fourth week they're gone. Yeah, you know, Mm -hmm. I think you know uh, The telling quality requires some time to really see consistent Consistency yeah consistency consistent hard work consistent willingness to make things happen you know yep Yep.
3: and there's a difference between hiring someone to work on your business and finding someone who's going to be a partner to work like i'm saying that backwards (laughs) like hiring someone to work in your business versus partnering up with someone to work on your business and on your goals and i'm talking about finding that person who's down to like walk to brooklyn and get the cheesecake you guys ever watch oh, that? you got Diddy, oh, huh? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> you
1: got that Diddy but like, reference. If I'm, yeah. if
3: I'm willing to walk to Brooklyn to get the cheesecake and you're going to be my partner, I need to know that you're going to be willing to do the same yeah. thing. So that's it.
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, that's, that's, I think that's the telling quality is the consistency, being able to have someone that's willing to do not just today or this week. Like mm-hmm. I need you to continuously be better and wanting to be more for me. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and. I think that's where you could really see the telling qualities. It's like the first trimester of, I'm using like pregnancy, you know, it's like the first three months you see someone flourish. And if they're starting to want to do more outside of what they were given and wanting to establish themselves more in the company in terms of doing things that were not asked upon.
2: So consistency and proactivity.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah. And that's, I think that's a uh, recurring theme because the only other. Clothing brand owner we had on here was Mark, and that was that had come up as well. The whole consistency and you, Evan, component. <laughs> yes, but I am not. Inter- I'm not being interviewed, so I don't
3: count. But, but, you but uh, you're always time. being interviewed. But
4: the but the consistency component is so you know in this social media age, it's like you can't stress it enough. It's like any any anyone can get into the arena. Anyone could do everything that we're doing or that any you know clothing company does but if you're not consistent then it will go away Like, it's like another, another
1: reference to the cheesecake it's not about being all up in the videos <laughs> all up in the records <laughs> dancing it's about being a part of something that's greater than you mm-hmm. and knowing yeah. that this is something you want to commit to so yep. I think that's that's what real greatness shows in terms of finding the right counterparts and just having the it person, you mm-hmm. know, or yeah. it people, right? That's a rarity. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. multiples of, of great people, you know, um, surrounding your, your scene for the right reasons and wanting to be there for the right goals, Yeah. You know.
2: But let's let's get it a little bit into the creativity behind your brand because I know that you you have a big hand in that. What what are some of the things that inspire you when you are designing for Breezy and for puddles?
1: You know, for Breezy, I can't take full credit. My business partner, Christian, uh, people call him Flip. Flip. Um, you know, a lot a lot of things that we do, we do together. So um, mm-hmm. it's pretty much based off our mood. You know, a lot of the things that we've done uh, derives from, you know, 90s hip-hop culture, 90s rap, hood movies, a lot of different <laughs> stuff like that. Belly. Bay- I was
3: just going to say belly. Yeah,
1: or Bay Area-based guys. I thought said so, You know, and you know. We've kind of, you know, we kind of diverted a little bit from that, but, you know, we have some of those common themes, but, you know, a big thing that we stick to is best, you know, Breezy Excursion sticks together, uh, mm. you know. Oh, I didn't know that was the yeah. acronym. Well, I, I say, I say that because I think about all the people that have sacrificed, you know, mm-hmm. their time and their life for the company, you know, and I like think that. that's that that's really what, you know, is our our trademark in terms of the company now, you know, we're definitely pushing more of that kind of stuff um yeah it's such a strong it is. graphic yeah but um you know being able to continue that has it, been a great thing and i very appreciative to my city you know yeah. san jose has been you really know generous and I've, I've been spoiled to have uh, a loyal fan base like that to be able to just have my back through the years no matter what you know mm-hmm. so it's been great um, with pedals I can't take all the credits Victoria also we certainly uh, we mash a lot of things you know like Breezy is definitely you know a different customer than pedals pedals is more the indie girl the outsider girl um, we get a lot of inspiration from the music that Victoria likes but also the inspiration from you know certain things that we see we like to dig a lot mm. we, we go vintage shopping and, mm there's certain things that inspire us sometimes, you know, and you know, we do have a lot of, uh, you know, inspiration from that, but more, more than anything, I think with, with pedals, it's, it's just a girl's indie brand, you know, that, that just does a lot of cool things that fit in unisex silhouettes, but are more aimed towards women.
2: Mm-hmm. And I've always wanted to ask you this, this question. Where, where did you guys get the names from? Because they're so cool, like they're
1: so catchy. Breezy Excursion came from a font example, in a sentence. So, uh, nice. when I was going to San Diego State, um, I had my first designs on uh, like Microsoft Paint, like I said. And the screen printer told me, he's like, "What do you want to call the brand?" I'm like, well, "I didn't." think cuz brown's gonna sell on eBay. <laughs> I, gonna, I had these designs and I thought I was going to make tons of guap off of eBay and then I I had an old English font that I liked and I put it together and I said, "Okay, this is the brand." I I committed. I bought some woven labels and for me, buying a set of woven labels is pretty committed cuz you know, mm-hmm. I didn't have a lot of money. So, um, that's how that brand, that's how Breezy started. It's awesome. Yeah. And with pedals is Victoria Senior project. Uh her old back is uh she has
2: petals a whole. Peacocks.
1: It's a uh, it's a it's a peacock <laughs> with tons of petals. And, yeah, and uh, that's how it started, you know, and uh, we so kind of cool. just stuck through it. <laughs> yeah. But it's, I mean, it works out. It, it's kind of symbolic of us too, because you know the petals is like the the female, and just you know it's it's more of a feminine thing, and the peacock's known for being more loud and having you know yeah. its feathers out, you know, and it's kind of like it's kind of like me and her. So it, it worked out actually, you know, a
2: mating dance. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Call it what you call it, but yeah, <laughs> so, I yes, yeah, we get it. We get yeah. it.
2: Very cool. And, um, Chonies, sorry. How, how did that name come along?
1: So, um, I'm going to speak for Victoria's behalf because she's with our baby Rooney feeding her milk right now. But, um, <laughs> it was actually, you know, we were at an art show in LA and our home girl, Mandy, was reaching out with Victoria, just talking about uh, this venture that she had. And it was kind of just ready to go. And um, she decided she wanted to make a Choney. She already had all the stuff set up on the business end. and. Um we kind of just joined the ride, to be honest. I mean, cool. Victoria joined the ride. I'm, I'm here to support. I'm her husband, so I'll do whatever she needs me to do. Like, if she needs me to take care of this, that, or the other for Get Chonies. the like, it's,
3: <laughs> Wash the Chonies. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, do, I'll do whatever. Fold <laughs> the, the Chonies. Wash the Chonies.
1: <laughs> you know, whatever needs to be done, you know, you know. It's it's all it's all going to the same team. So
3: As far as, um, like, distribution is concerned, how have things changed since when you first started? To now like when you launched breezy excursion Versus when something new comes out like are you focused more on
1: e-commerce now? So, I mean, I think everyone knows now direct-to-consumer is the game, but yep. uh, you know when I first started if you got gone Three pretty major accounts. You're living pretty pretty large. You know, uh, <laughs> I was able to allot myself a pretty comfortable lifestyle uh, off doing that and you know with, with the whole change of you know social media and these kids' brands and mm. contemporary and stores having brands, a lot of private label going on, you know, what ends up happening is that, you know, you're fighting in a school of piranhas and you're just getting eaten apart. You know, your whole, your whole budget of what you used to have with your retailers are not the same. And mm. I think from back then when it was, it's like a fraternity man. There's X amount of dudes that have, you know, That have you know these contacts and they've built these contacts for years with these retailers and the newcomers slowly earn their spot You know, it's ruthless now. It's it's a it's the Wild West like yep. you're mm-hmm. able to Generate a popular brand In a week if you have mm-hmm. the right kind of content you got mm-hmm. the right kind of people you got mm-hmm. the right kind of exposure so I mean I say in comparison to before to now before you know You could grow your business and if you do get the right accounts and you uh, You nourish your your accounts you make sure that they take care of you, you know, life's good whereas now, you know, the barrier to entry is so easy, the kids figure it out. You just yeah. go to a screen printer, you figure it out, you print on shirts. And yeah. uh, they'll bring a vector. There's and there's yeah. <laughs> but there's so many, there's so many different brands nowadays, man. And out of San Jose, I know there's like at least 30 brands. You know, that's just San Jose. And that's in streetwear. <laughs> you yeah. know, and, and I'm just telling yeah. it's 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 crazy. And you know, you have, you know, a lot of children that are inspired by this. And I to be a hater is to be a loser. Hmm. I'm not hating on the culture. What I what I want to do is, you know, go with where the culture is going now and, and be able to stay on top to of adapt. what's going on, you know? Yeah, to point. adapt. Yeah, absolutely. Ooh. Adapting to to the competition <laughs> to and adapt. the atmosphere is quite different, man. Like you have trade shows that used to be regarded so highly and and now it's it's not as important to
2: the brands. kids and, you yeah. know
1: because if they have a pop-in website with enough content they could live in their own ecosphere but there's a lot of little ones and they're taking away from the big ones and then mm-hmm. you know yeah and and sorry just to say for the purposes of if people
4: aren't aware of how the trade shows work it's you know that the purpose is to get you know large retailers to carry a brand's products and so the the uh, the, the, the shrinking together. of that industry would would mean, you know, what Ryan's talking about, about going to direct sales, so selling directly to the consumer, as opposed to, you know, getting Macy's or someone to carry your
1: products in it. I mean, it's just, it's just what it is. I mean, when you could buy things online and kids are smarter, and let's be honest here, kids are not as brand loyal as how they used to be, like there would be kids rocking from head to toe Triple five Soul. Oh man And now oh gosh, That's not, that's not that what's that going forever. down anymore yeah. You know what I mean There's kids that say Hey I want these pants from H&M Because they're half the price I could get these shoes That I want to save And spend money for And then I could get this one sh- uh, Shirt from Stussy I'll get one from Adapt One from Breezy And then you know what There's this local guy That's around my corner I saw his Instagram I want to support him too yep. And then not only that There's also this other brand That's coming around That's on the internet Because I saw from the social media person. In, I'm gonna get that too. And then right. instead of spending all on triple five, it's spread out and that's what happens you So, know?
2: so for, for our listeners, um, you've said content a few times um, Well, tell us a little bit about what you mean for content. I think we all
1: I, I think, you know, when, when you're a brand you kind of have to really gravitate to your core customer if you don't know what your core customer is first you have to figure out what your customer is and who your customers are and Once you know your core customer, and you know exactly What you are as brand mm-hmm. being able to get content? That's effective is being able to get directly to them mm-hmm. and have them understand you with one picture.
2: Yep. So content that communicates blurb. to your Yes, consumer. sounds okay. easier said than done.
1: Right. It it, it is. It, it took a long time. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and and I find too that in the world of content, there's a lot of um, clashing. Like I used to work for this, this denim company. I'm not I'm not going to say the name right now, but um, their target market they wanted to they, they wanted to gear towards the younger, like hip demographic. But a lot of the people that bought their pants were, you know, older mothers, so they had to create content generate content for both You know what I mean? So it's just interesting how much that actually matters nowadays I think
1: authenticity, you know, see that, that that's probably where there might be a problem, you know, if you're trying to open different barriers and have uh, different demographics it could be quite confusing, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. I think uh, being pretty strict to what what you sell and who you sell to is more important than widening your horizon to everyone because what ends up happening is you get lost and
4: customers get lost. And the fact of the matter is I mean like you're saying there's so many brands now and there's so many different niches that it's like you can just do a specific thing and have a market for that you know and people will just go to you because you provide this specific type of product.
1: As long as you have you know like, I, I don't want to revert back to, you know, breezy, but, you know, a big part of our customer base is, you know, my city's loyalty. And I, I love I love that, you know. Mm. It gives me goosebumps thinking about it because, you know, I see these kids, I'll be at the store some days, and they'll come just trying to talk and just, you know, tell me, like, oh, you know, you know I started a brand and this and that. And it, it's, <laughs> it's great, you know? It's, it's great to just see people do their thing and, and be inspired by certain things. And uh, the least I could do is, be a great example and try my best to make sure that everything that I do, you know, is not failing my customers. Hmm. And that—that's I think most important. Just knowing that core and holding on to that core because
2: mm-hmm.
1: that's the hand that feeds you. You know, mm-hmm. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: you got to be grateful for that. And uh, I'm certainly grateful. So.
2: Do you get approached a lot by by young kids? It sounds like you do by young kids that are like trying to start brands and they're they're looking to you for like advice or some sort of mentorship.
1: Yes, <laughs> I get it quite a bit, you know, um, but, you know, I, I try my best, you know, I am I, I really don't try to be a, a guy that snubs off a kid when they really want to try something because at the end of the day, you never know, that might be the next kid mm-hmm. that I might have to pass the torch to mm-hmm. when I'm ready to pass it, mm-hmm. you know, but you never know, you know, and I always try my best to proactively help and, and give kids some kind of Advice or help. Um, mm-hmm. I, I speak out to like some high schools once a year with uh, one of my screen printers, and you know that's that feels good being that's able cool. to do that. But but cool. you know on, on on a on a day to day basis and, and being able to help, you know, it's it's kind of hard. You know, I got a, I got a kid, and we're trying to you mm-hmm. know continue maintaining our businesses. But I certainly don't snub them off like straight off. You know, I, I certainly try to give them what I can, given the circumstances, of time, or yeah. or whatever it may be. So is it safe to say that um,
4: you guys are satisfied with the amount of projects that you have going on right now?
2: The amount of babies.
4: Yes. <laughs> got the baby. I think I'm sick. Got the bread. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> sick in the head. Another <laughs> pun. Are yeah. you are you are you at the at the maximum <laughs> capacity
1: right now? I don't, capacity. I don't know because I, I don't know how you could possibly be doing more at this. Yeah, I know. Current it's funny. I know Victoria and I always get. Get to this conversation of like, if you open another business, I'm gonna leave you. <laughs> you know? We went there. I'm a serial. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I get it, I'm so attracted to creativity and, and being able to do something in that space. And if I could do my part and I'm passionate about it, it's very hard for me to leave it. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, uh, it's, it's, it's a character that I have. If I really love something and I wanna do it, Man, I'm gonna and I mean,
4: you're it. you're a creative person, and yeah. creativity is one of those. It's you know, it's like a it's like someone that makes music, right? It's just yeah. you just keep you can't stop, yeah. You just yeah. want to keep it going, you know,
1: whether that means may, a new Maybe brand. I'm not a guy that makes a you know 12 track EP that's completely solid, but I'll have 120 or something like that, <laughs> and there'll be some bangers in there. You know, that's, uh, just you know, quantity over. That's quantity. I mean, for for me, if I'm if I'm if I'm in it, I'm going, and if I. I'm geared that way and i'm already almost there i'm going yeah. and you know it, it really is a tough thing to, to say when i was just talking about balance but you know i i guess that's probably one of my diseases is you know my my my, my sicknesses in terms of being this kind of person i i want to just if i want to do it i'll just do it and i'll add it on what ends up happening is i kind of Put it on my shoulders and it, it gets heavier. Spread, you, know? you
2: spread yourself thin. Sometimes. Yeah,
1: sometimes you know, I've I've done it quite a bit, you know. But that's needless to say that I was able to do it. You know, at one point I had I don't know <laughs> how many. Um, uh, but you know,
4: for for those who are listening, that might want to you know these kids that come up to you and ask you you know about starting a brand and things like this, is there any advice that you could give that like you know maybe a misstep that you you made that you You know could save them some trouble (laughs) in the future (laughs) is there is there any specific things that would stick out
1: learn how to make a business plan (laughs) yeah that's a good one that's that's a good one most important you know the structural foundation of understanding like how much money you need you know being able to have the right counterparts having a idea of how are you gonna do it you know I've struggled even to this day you know I'm i'm not really the most organized in terms of that but what i've learned through this process is you have to really know the game plan because without a game plan if you're going blind you're going to be wasting a lot of time Mm -hmm. and uh you know find your find your manufacturers that we want to work with be able to understand sourcing you know it's very easy nowadays you could go online you could go to Places like alibaba.com and and go and find these manufacturers in China and Korea and you know India all sorts of different places I mean it's really in the palm of your hands but being able to kind of draft what you want to do and how are you going to do it's most important because if you just do it like I've done in the past you know you end up putting in some years that you probably didn't have to that's that's advice I would
2: give. You just change somebody's world by dropping that Alibaba. <laughs> They're
4: like,
2: what is that?
4: Yeah. I'm going to go check that, yeah. that website. Yeah, that, that site's
2: yeah. crazy, man. Yeah. I think
3: a common characteristic that I, I, every successful person I've ever met has that same mentality to write it down. One very successful guy who I met is like, it's not real until you write it down, right? Mm. Until you have actionable steps. Because on the one hand, maybe you have kind of a clear vision. If you don't have steps, like by Tuesday, I'm going to have this done by next month. I want to have this done by five years from now. This should be our goal. You have nothing to march to. You have no direction, right? So mm-hmm. that business plan should be your general. If you're, if you're the Lieutenant in the field, that business plan needs to be your guiding principle, right? Or else you have no guidance. You
2: have no guidance, <laughs> right? Yeah. You're
1: lost, you know? Right.
2: <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank and you are back. Me. Yeah. <laughs> and she's back. So, um, can you tell us a little bit about, um, so I, and I wanted to just touch on a little bit more on this um, Like the whole can you speak a little bit more on the women empowerment thing with chonies? I just feel like it's a, a really relevant topic right now. And so like like what do you what do you guys? How are you guys marketing it in that way to make it so that it's, it empowers women and makes everyone feel comfortable?
0: I mean right now um, We reach out and also women reach out to us about representing the brand and um, You can see through our social media and people that support us that they're all types of women um brown white uh thick tattoos no tattoos clean um kind of edgy uh we just wanted to show like specifically mandy as you know she's the one that came up with this brand like to for women to feel good in their skin um Mandy's stories like she when she was younger, she looked through magazines and you know, you just see the stick thin um, mm-hmm. long beautiful hair and mm-hmm. and whatnot and she just wanted to share with girls um, That also look up to her as she's the blogger um, That you can show off your body in any way, you know, it's not mm-hmm. sexy lingerie You could just lou- lounge wear too. Mm-hmm. So
1: oh, it is It's a perfect. Yeah, it's a oh, perfect. It's-
0: like a lot of girls actually wear yeah. it like Specifically, the, the sports bras like has tops. You know, they put a, mm. a see through mesh top over or they oh, throw a yeah. cardigan over. So, um, a lot of girls you'll see, you know, they wear it around the house or they wear it out to concerts. It cool.
3: looks super comfy and the it patterns is. are really fresh. Yes. Like, all right, so confession. <laughs> <laughs> I have read Girl Boss. Yeah. Nast- Nasty Gal is one of my favorite brands to watch. I've been mm. watching them for years. Oh, like, that's funny. before you knew what Nasty Gal was. <laughs> and when I looked at Choni's, I was I knew like, I
2: Nasty Gal was. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Seriously
3: right Because I just knew That they had something And they were kind of Paving their own way But they were also Producing stuff That was really cool It was fresh Mm -hmm. And when I looked At Choni's I was like That reminds me Of what I said About Nasty Gal Years ago I get the same feeling from Chonies. Yeah. Well, I the I good think thing can is really blow up. The it's good thing dope. is
2: Petals and Peacocks is carried in Nasty Gal, right? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah,
0: so, so both brands are carried in Nasty Gal. Mm-hmm. You know. There you go. So. <laughs>
4: it's the whole family. It's
0: the whole family. Yeah. I mean, um, I, we're pretty blessed to be able to work with you know retailers like Nasty Gal, and they support both brands. You um, kind of see the two different. Types of girls we like to say that Chonies can be the cutesy girly girl sometimes, and then Petals is a little edgy, more outsider. Um,
4: but... So will we see that Chonies x Petals and Peacocks collab?
0: <laughs> oh, I, you never
2: know. You never know. <laughs> you never know.
4: You heard it here first.
2: <laughs> can you can you tell us a little bit about um, never know your senior project? Like si- since it's obviously become an actual thing now, like what was your inspiration behind Petals?
0: <gasps> I mean, at first. I was honestly inspired by Ryan. Um, when I first met him, I was like, oh, wow, how, how do you do this whole owning a brand kind of thing? And um, seeing what he did with Breeze Excursion and other brands that he was involved in, I kind of wanted to tap into that on the women's side. Um, my senior project, I mean, at first, I almost didn't graduate because they said the brand was too, um, I don't know, safe, like, too dark uh, <laughs> I heard what you were about to say. <laughs> 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 too, too, too dark and I was like you know you wanted me to be creative so this is what I wanted to do but yeah. I fought for for my project and I graduated and um, I mean six years later now I'm carried in all different retailers and supported by bloggers models that I never thought I'd ever even get a chance to meet and talk to you know so I'm I feel like It it sounds corny like a dream come true I I used to think I'd be in the industry working for someone else which I'd totally be fine with but to own something and have my name out there and Be respected for things that come out of mine and my husband's like creativity is is a great feeling
3: very cool Yeah now, that's amazing, though, to have, you know, obstacles and people saying you can't do this. Yeah. But to do it anyway, no, and that's got to be successful. Yeah, has like, got to feel
4: so good, yeah. you know, to exactly. be specifically said, you know, this is not this is not good or this is not fitting to this. Right. And, 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 and then to have it become so successful.
2: Yeah. And for our listeners, that just goes to show that, you know, when you really, really believe in something, you have to stick to yes. it and you have to stand behind it and yes. persevere, you know, no matter what anybody tells yeah. you. And that goes for any industry, you know. Um, and you're, you know, exhibit A of that. And that's awesome. Exhibit A. Exhibit. <laughs> exhibit V. Okay, I'm just with full of all the corny jokes today. I'm just going to stop. i will stop while I'm sort of a, not ahead. No, nah, okay. I should just stop. <laughs> um, and, then, and then for, um, a, as a mother, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I know that there's a lot of, like, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of specific challenges you face. So, like, as a woman in the industry and as um, a... a Clothing brand um, owner, and and even just you know as a as a new mom, um, what are some of the, the challenges you face? Sort of like wearing all those hats, and so you know speaking for the women who. Who really want to do a lot of things But maybe feel like they can't Because they have a kid And they have to cater Like how do you juggle all those things
0: You know um, I've been asked this question Ever since I became a mom (laughs) So five months now Um, Honestly being a mom is probably To me I feel it's the easiest thing It's now balancing who I was before a mom Mm -hmm. Um, Interesting You know whether it's owning one clothing brand or two It's just trying to balance like that that person the career woman and being a mom I honestly don't think any of it's hard it's just sacrifice and I'm I'm okay with that instead of you know friends want to go out I'm like oh I'm gonna work tonight because Monday through Friday I'm juggling Rooney and (laughs) these clothing brands so it's just a lot of sacrifice and I know that it's gonna pay off I mean it has already I've been so blessed to do what I love Um, get to do it with the person I love and create a family so you know if you're okay if you're okay with sacrifice and know like later on you can do all that other fun stuff you'll be good that's that's what I tell people you know because a lot of people think it must be easy but um, like we were saying earlier you know Saturday nights I'm at home or when she's asleep at 11 p.m. I'm on the computer till god knows
3: when (laughs) till she wakes up yeah
2: (laughs) I, I can't even imagine juggling that much right now. Like, I, I, you know, I think I lose sleep. Ooh, that's that's amazing. Well, po- power
0: I power to you. Like uh, Ryan's the best partner, honestly, in our relationship and our our businesses. Best partner. I mean, if I'm if I'm up with the baby, he's up too. So we have a good system going on. Aww. Yeah.
4: That actually uh, segues perfectly into my hypothetical. <laughs> oh,
2: here we go. Oh, well, here we go. Okay.
4: So are you ready for a hypothetical?
2: Okay. Yes. Do they both need to be here for this?
4: Yeah, I would like to hear Ryan's opinion as well. Here's the hypothetical situation that I would pose. Would you, if you had the option, to only have to sleep for three hours a night, and you'd be fully rested. So three hours, fully rested, you feel great. But the catch would be that every night, those three hours, you had really horrible, terrifying nightmares. (laughs) Every night, but you only needed three hours of sleep. So the question is, would you want to do that? And you would have to do it for the rest of your life. One or the other. I, I mean, be saying after <laughs> I think a month or like, something. Think, I don't know what the calculation is, but that's like adding probably 15 years of your life,
3: something like that. Yeah, but what if like you spend the next five hours like crying because you had such a bad nightmare? True. But, but you might get used to question. it, though.
4: Right, see, that's the question? Oh, we should yeah. let them answer it. I
1: mean, time is money, right? So, yeah. <laughs> what would you, what <laughs> would do you do guys do? You go, well, I wouldn't do it. I just... I think the sanity level trade off is just not really worth it. I don't know what long term problems I might have, so that's true. That's and I have true. a crazy imagination, so if <laughs> th- nightmares start building crazier, then I might you not. I might not be able to just be a normal human being and yeah, and you may, function the way I need to function. So
3: wake up with PTSD every day. It
1: wouldn't. It wouldn't, yeah, it, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a good trade off. I, I wouldn't do it. That would be me.
0: I think Ryan bringing up the overthinking. I mean. Both of us being creative and constantly thinking, talking, just using our minds, I don't think I could do it either. I'd probably overanalyze and freak myself out. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I might be living in that dream effects. forever. <laughs> 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 it might just be chasing me in the mirror or something, yeah. I don't know, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do it.
2: Something beautiful about just knowing that you had like six to eight hours of sleep though, right? Like. I don't know. I I, I now that I'm if, older, if you I have the com- if
1: you have the comparison, you know, and you have a four-hour day and you have the six, you definitely get to f- like feel the the blessing of being able to sleep longer. It just feels <laughs> good. Like it's bless- beautiful. It, it, if it you have a, a if you have a good Sunday or, or a Saturday that lots you to do it, it just you could really just relish the moment yeah. <laughs> of, of staying yeah. in and. Yeah, ordering food. I mean, I, I love that. That's that's definitely what we love to do. Just yeah We do plenty of that around yeah. here yeah.
2: <laughs> Losing sleep is yeah. just as important as getting enough sleep. Yeah, yeah right? that's true. Yeah do we, do we have any other questions? Oh, do you guys want to give like one final one-liner of advice for anyone? Anybody that might be aspiring to do the same thing as you guys
1: Don't be scared of following your path to what you love and if it's what you're not really in love with it's okay. It's just part of the path to get you to where you really want to be. And once you love that, you'll be good. And you'll know. <laughs> you'll know. <Yeah>.
2: Dang. <laughs> and you, Victoria? Um,
0: as a woman, I just think you can do anything. Maybe six years ago starting this brand, I was a little doubtful. But um,
2: today, I know I can do anything. Mom, wife. So cool. And where can we find you guys on social media, your websites, all that good stuff? Name them all. There's a lot.
3: (laughs) Plug, plug, plug. We'll put them all on our site too. Mm -hmm. So So,
0: Petals and Peacocks, it's at Petals, P-E-T-A-L-S, Peacocks, P-E-A-C-O-C-K-S, PetalsandPeacocks.com. Choney's Brand, it's at Choney's, C-H-O-N-I-E-S-B-R-A-N-D, Choney'sBrand.com. And my personal is Victoria Loves L U V S Dogs. D O G S. True story. Nice.
1: True story. Don't we all? And uh, mine's uh, Breezy Excursion at Breezy Excursion, B R E E Z Y E X C U R S I O N. Same thing, breezyexcursion.com. And then, um, I just made a personal Instagram. Oh
4: my goodness. (laughs) Ryan Ryan
1: famously has no personal
4: social media that I'm aware of.
1: Well, I think, you know, now that I have a kid and and looking at all my businesses that I've, I've been a part of, I, that's one thing I regret not being able to archive it. So Hmm. now I have a Instagram to archive certain things that I've done. Um, it's at Ryan Mante. It's my name. R Y A N M A N T E. No one really knows. I think Victoria's the only one that knows. <laughs> nice. And but now, now everyone
3: knows.
2: 97 other people <laughs> yeah. are going to know. Does, does Rooney have social media? Yes,
1: yeah, she does. Oh, we got to follow Rooney.
2: I knew yeah. it. I knew um,
1: it. It's at Rooney Gold. Um, it's R O O N E Y G O L D. She's smiling <laughs> as she's about to eat the mic. Contemplating needing the microphone. Yeah.
2: Awesome. Thank you so yeah. much. Uh, and then Evan, why don't you tell us where they can find us?
1: Yes, yeah, so you can
4: find us at all of our regular places at adaptpodcast.com on Instagram at adaptpodcast Twitter adapt underscore podcast and of course you can download via the iTunes app or on the iTunes store and uh, you can find me personally at Evan E.V.A. and Lesler, L-E-S-S-L-E-R L-E-S-S-S-L-E-R, or at adapt
2: uh and you can find me at arnell on instagram a-r-n-e-l-l-e uh arnell lozada on twitter a-r-n-e-l-l-e-l-o-z-a-d-a uh and then my blog is thisbeautifullife.com beautiful life share the l i have to say that every time (laughs) (laughs) uh you
3: can find me at derek d-e-r-e-k d waterman on Instagram. I'm going to drop a new one. I'm oh. really excited. At wildbar.co. Oh. It's official. Wow. It's the new one. Wildbar.co. There's no content on there yet, but you should follow us anyway. Because <laughs> there will be very soon. I love that name, Wildbar. Wildbar. Love it.
4: Love Wildbar. it.
2: Wildbar. Alrighty. Well, thank you guys so much thank for being on the show. This thank was awesome. You. I think this is a very family-oriented podcast. Thank
4: you, Rooney. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for having Thanks us. For hanging nice out with us. Nice contrast to the last yeah, one. Nice the last yeah. one
2: is good. Thank Congrats
3: guys. on all the success. Congrats on the beautiful family. Thank, thank you guys you. for coming in yes. tonight. Thanks for having us. Yes.
2: And as always, we hope that you'll find the possibilities are endless should you only be willing to adapt. Boop, 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 boop. Mic drop.